Good evening. I'm trying to sort out um, a report and um, based on the um, evaluation of the curriculum and the evidence of the work produced. I was trying to think about the um, what are the components of the different aspects that I should focus on. Evidence of work obviously is if a studio curriculum. We're looking at um, competence. At the end of certain semester, there should be shown some competence. Work shown include um, the best students, the average, and the poorer ones. When you look at poor students' work, it's like a very difficult situation for the, the architecture school because um, maybe the students don't really want to do architecture. And um, something has got to be there, at least in terms of graphic design, and some uh, work effort to show that they have completed all the drawings. It's a very bare minimum. Sometimes it's so annoying that the drawings are not clear enough or are not architectural enough, give enough content or enough um, lines drawn for you to read. But uh, eventually the student will follow what is required to be done even though they may not like architecture. So that is a common thing that we can find in schools of architecture. Students that um, that just don't like architecture somehow and is there and trying to get the certificate. Um, or trying to fulfill the wishes of uh, those who fund their their um, call uh, their learning. It, it could be that the students will pick it up, but by a certain by the second year, they they're not really interested in architecture, and it should be um, to put them out of the misery. They, could, they should drop out of it and pursue other courses. If it's not in the design field, if it's in the, they still like the design field, uh, it's fine. Or what, uh, what can we say about the skills that students obtained um, when they were studying? That could help them in arts, in the arts and um, design field. When we talk about architecture, of course, uh, or studying architecture as a mother of all art and design fields, it, it was like that initially when, when architecture very much in the arts and students study about the arts. But now architecture is it's neither here nor there actually sometimes and um, that's the criticism it's not really strong in philosophy or is it not really strong in 
was trying to be engineering, then it still have to be strong in philosophy. There is no other... You can't really um, do building. If not, then you have a building course, not an architecture course, if you're not strong in philosophy. So, yeah, by evaluating uh, the curriculum, uh, we could um, unpack some of the things that we're thinking about regarding... Um, architecture's studio curriculum. And just now I was talking about the competency in drawing. Be it in the first year or the third year or fifth year. After a while, you, when you reach fifth year, you would be quite competent in using the uh, digital uh, softwares to draw. Um, there are some people who are not mindful of the line weights. Um, they haven't really practiced enough that you might catch, might catch some of them in the fifth year or the fourth year. But in general, by the third year, many of them are quite competent enough. And there is a testimony of competence for the graduating part one students. After every semester, or at the end of each semester, students produce uh, some work, and the work is up for evaluation by the the um, the school. Um, some sort of review is being done by the department and also by the um, by the uh, external examiner. So. At different stages, we're looking at the maturing of being able to draw, the maturing of the mastering of architectural conventions and communication and graphics, um, the um, exploration of technique, um, the ability to be challenged by the complexity of the program, and um, it is assumed that um, schools of architecture usually start off with a small project in the beginning. Um, but of course, as you know and everybody else know, that designing a furniture, a um, piece of furniture like chair, or it's not an easy thing to do, even if you're in the fifth year. Um, so what are these com competencies and you know you you give uh, the curriculum should be finished by three years and we all know what that means the uh, the country or an agreement between countries uh, an agreement globally that the first degree should be done in three years Somehow everybody agrees that with that, and um, you either stretch it or you compact it. How much you want learning to be done? Then in those three years, um, like for for example in Malaysia, it's su suggested that it's one hundred and twenty credits. Out of that, you have university courses. 
of course, is outside the faculty and also in the faculty, which is not to do with architecture. And then you have the usual um, knowledge and competencies in culture and context. You can study your history and your theory there. Design, you can also study your theory in there. And um, environmental science and professional practice. This is like the basic four um, components in architecture curriculum, really. So those things are learned and emphasized at different stage um, and the correlation between the studio subject with the teaching subject or the theory with the practical. So often in the second year you, you introduce theory of architecture. If you didn't introduce it in in the first year, at least in the second semester, you, you'd really introduce it in the second year, architecture theory. Um, and there is when you first learn about Le Corbusier, and, or you at least learn about concepts, party, um, architectural studies, they call it. You learn about symmetry, you learn about um, other things like figure ground <clears throat> and the first expose 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 to um, theory and precedence or role and precedence or model and precedence basically the word precedent or precedent will be heard for the first time in the second year you might have heard it in the first year, but it was more to do with um, function. So in the second year, a box of the architectural languages and architecture theory is for you to handle and to understand. And, and how do we actually judge in each semester how competent the student is? This is quite subjective, isn't it? Uh, um, if you were to... Um, um, it, it depends really on the um, studio tutor. What constitutes an A in particular school, maybe A minus in another school or a B plus. But in general, there are there is a pattern of expectations and that's a clue in all this the expectations of those evaluating the work because if i could recall yeah again i'm going to the 80s when i was studying architecture theory was not important when i was in university technology in malaysia the competency that needed to, people need to have is the drawing skill, the ability to draw perspectives, because everything was hand-drawn. The ability to actually color very well, and graphic, the graphic, the renderings, 
yeah, renderings was very important at that time. Theory was not important. Um, somehow, mostly graphics. Because your competency of graph, uh, graphic, being able to do very good presentation is what the employer wants. You're at that level of third year or diploma level. So the ability to to be um, as an to become an architect at part two level is more complex building and understanding the technical complexities and able to handle the project when you um, be employed. So it hasn't really been changed, really, from the 80s to to now, the 2020s. We're about to be in the 2020s in the next decade. But, uh, but the theory has, has been emphasized, and um, partly because of re the importance of research and design, and that... Um, also because students tends, tend to, they don't do hand-drawn drawings anymore. So there's a, there's a tendency for some to actually shortcut the learning experience. And we identify this problem of, of students not going through the proper way of um, seeing the spa volume, space, and details which is really the three things that student need to, the student need to actually um, understand very much in, develop, in developing um, that two-dimensional, two three-dimensional aspects of architectural representation or communication to the client or the, in, later on. So, Reliance on digital, uh, digital uh, applications is becoming the norm now. So, how do we, how do we, architecture tutors, capture this, uh, or not capture, but really know when the student is not really. has been doing the shortcut way. Well, it will show in, in a longer piece of, for the, the higher years, you, if it's the project, the project is to do with investigation and, and um, a defense, like in the design thesis, it will show eventually that um, the student's incompetence or reliance on digital application, it, 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 can, it can be seen very much because the amount of work and the amount of detail that they do, it will, it will be shown, and and that is one of the reason why um, a a student will not get much grade, uh, not have a good grade. So in the lower years, the confidence is always about the confidence, of course, of defending your work and. Um, uh, of uh, actually, if you get if you have an original idea and 
and you give you test the student to see whether they can draw it out. It's, that is how long are you going to give the student time to draw it out? So if we can judge that it takes them about uh, one day to draw it out, then you can see that the original idea was not really clear in the beginning. It's very much with the Le Corbusier, the, the test that they did then um, of the original idea. Um, and um, academics or the studio tutor would need to actually be very, very need to be very um, on top of this. You know, they they need to see that. Um, if you're an external examiner, you come from the outside. If the student can draw very well, you know that. Um, half of the battle is won or the student has that level of competency that you want to see. Um, and and you assume you trust that it's the student's work. So in the lower years you can see interests. Just now I was talking about what? Uh, communication, you know, how they communicate well in the drawings. Another thing is the interest in the subject. How the student actually massage the plans or iterate over and over again to get the uh, proportions right, the combinations right, the spatial configuration right. I mean, you can see the amount of work through what's going on in the head. That's what we judge them. And at every level, whatever challenges is thrown to them, in the first year it might be a small space or a space for one person, um, an object that they use. In this, and then later in the first year they would be doing a retreat house or house for an artist so and so on and the second year you'll have oh, a lot of other projects a lot of projects just as library or restaurant or cafes or habitats or um, then later institutional building or you know a fire station or a library again and um, clinic or um it's usual projects that you have in second year, third year, community building, um, a bigger institutional building, a school, a budget hotel, or you should have cultural centers. So these different projects have different um, expectations in terms of the building type, type and from volume, space, and details, you can feel whether the the uh, project has been actually been reflected a lot by the students or a massage through very well to come out with the design on time because it's all about on time given five weeks or seven weeks or 14 weeks it was already sussed out earlier that that's 
the time that is afforded to them um, based on those three years of study. So there we go. These are the things that we look into and, it will, and as if we evaluate the architecture studio curriculum and if we were to evaluate the um, what do you call it the average student then I mean the, uh, like I said earlier if it's just the student who just passed you can't really evaluate them because they're not really interested in architecture and maybe the design of that particular building type is not being felt you know sometimes it's a um, it's supposed to be a a museum but if you felt like a house at the end you know you can't but he has he or she has all the drawings completed all the necessary requirements the floor plans and and sections and elevation but it felt it feels like not what it the brief called for but you have to pass them but the average student um, the bees um, what be the best for you to evaluate the school's school curriculum whether the school has has um, achieved so if even in the average student this is problematic like like the passing student there's something wrong with the curriculum something wrong with the how the program was handled in the particular studio uh, that's usually that's safe to say like that um, but of course, you cannot depend on the best students. The best student will always achieve exactly what the client's brief or the brief that's handed out earlier and the expectations expected. So I think that's... Um, um, then, then you, you know, when you look across board and you benchmark it with other uh, products, other um, outcomes from other universities... In terms of, um, the, well, you, you can also benchmark the products, meaning, uh, but it may not be really that fair. But you can, you can um, um, benchmark on the expectations, maybe, or you can benchmark on, on, on the pro. Yeah, the how the program is written and how it's conducted. I think that's fair because. Um, because you can't really compare project per project with another university. You can't really. So I think that will be enough for today. Um, thank you so much for listening in. Another session on um, Talk Architecture by Naziati Mohamed Yaakov, and I hope you enjoy uh, the deliberations on on how to benchmark and uh, how to evaluate the architecture studio curriculum of a school of architecture. And this is based on the Malaysian experience. Thank you so much for listening in. Do um, write in to Naziati, N-A-Z-I-A-T-Y, at gmail.com. Um, if you like to give any comments and anything that we could improve um, with regard to the podcast that we've presented so far, and we'll be very grateful if you could write in. And thank you for listening and good evening.